This is a Burn FM podcast. Hello and welcome to Questionable, a podcast dedicated to answering life's biggest questions. I'm your host Rhiannon Wood and today I'm joined by two guests, Alan Thomas and Grace Shute. Hi! <laughs> Said in unison! <laughs> episode is going to cover what happens after death we're taking a bit of a solemn turn a bit sad but you know hopefully there's some positives that we can yeah. think of in the process okay so I'm gonna open the question then initially what do you guys think happens after death in a very like blunt and not that positive way I really don't have much faith in anything amazing after death like I think my honest answer would be that your body decays but you live on through your loved ones and like the memories you leave and like that would be my definition of an afterlife is like through memory and things you've done you're remembered although I would like to believe in you know other stuff like reincarnation and stuff like I really like the idea of like the energy we have kind of living on in nature and stuff but I think don't have any strong faith in a in a afterlife in a religious sense yeah I don't really know what I think I like to think about it a lot being like <laughs> oh imagine if like when you die you just like go to this like magical place where everyone's like five years old and just like running around the place and like living oh. their best lives and it just like be really pure but like on the other hand I don't really care <laughs> yeah yeah I like thinking about it but also I don't care if it's accurate or not because mm. it's like you're not gonna find out until it happens anyway I yeah. know that's what makes the question so irritating yeah, like, the only people that know are dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely on the same camp though of nothing yeah. I think of it like think about where what what the existence of ourselves were before we were born we have no memory of it we have no nothing of it so it's probably just going to be the exact same thing afterwards yeah which is a bit sad but, but at least we get to find out <laughs> it's not like aliens where it's we're never going to be able to know like then this is something we will find out about but you won't then because if it's oblivion then you will have no consciousness or awareness to, no, to know that you're in oblivion yeah that's but true you, yeah so <laughs> that's true <laughs> true and i guess it's such a hard concept to comprehend because like we don't actually know what nothing is. Yeah. Because yeah. nothing is nothing. Like, you can't yeah. feel nothing. Mm. You can't, like, understand nothing. But because also giving it a word almost brings it into being something, even though actually it is nothing, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it, doesn't, it does. Like, by giving it a word, it's kind of making it seem like something it's not, but actually we can't define it and mm. we don't understand anything about it. I also think it's something that is so, you can't prove anything about it, that I wouldn't rule anything out thinking oh that's so stupid that's so not what happens yeah. because there's no way of finding out so I think like any idea is like a plausible idea of what could happen completely true I mean do you fear death are you scared of it I don't know like it depends when I feel like you know when you're crossing the road and you're like oh fine like hit me there <laughs> hit me I don't really care but then when I don't know I I think like, oh, what if I don't achieve everything I want to achieve by the mm. time I'm old? Then I think like, in that context, I do fear it because mm. you don't get to like reset like you do in a video game. It's literally just like you get one chance yeah. and you gotta make it like count. That's true. That's true. So in that in that sense, I do fear it. Yeah, um, I think I'd be the same. Like I'd obviously hate to die soon. Whenever, like <laughs> yeah. you know, done everything you want to do. Maybe when you're older, you'd have a different perspective. 
But then I also think, in terms of at the moment, I think I'm, mu I'm much more fearful about like friends or family dying yeah. than I am myself because it's like you said, like if I die, like I wouldn't know, <laughs> like I'd just be in oblivion. I think. Whereas yeah. you guys would be like, oh, Grace isn't here anymore. Yeah. Gutting. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really annoying. So like I think I'm more, yeah. I like at this point in my life, I'm more fearful of people around me dying than yeah. myself. No, it definitely is a scary thing. But in some way, there's like a comfort in like nothingness and the idea of death. I agree. Because, you know, and I suppose, I mean, it's a bit sad, but this is why people turn to, you know, suicide and stuff like that, because there is just comfort in this idea of escape. Mm -hmm. And I think as well, like, if you were confronted with this idea that you would just have to, like, carry on going forever, like, you get, yeah, you get rest, like, you get sleep, but it's never, like, a full stop end. Mm. I suppose, like, if you knew that you had to just carry on until the end of time, that would be worse almost. Oh, there definitely. is comfort in knowing I have this time and then at the end I can be like at peace. Mm. And I guess that's what makes life so exciting yeah. because it's limited, because it doesn't go on forever and so you want to make the most of every single moment. Which is quite, this is more uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> For every reason during this part of the conversation my mind's gone immediately to vampires. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. They live forever. I mean they're immortal yeah. supposedly. I guess, yeah. I mean this of course, it's like, not a highbrow thing to think, but like you know, Edward Cullen. Of course, she just like, oh, you know, he has a metaphor about like Bella coming into his life, and it's like now she makes life worth living, whereas before it was just like an endless like yeah. years and years of just like playing the piano, whatever he did. So I guess yeah. The idea because it's got a limit. That's like you just said, like mm. it makes it more more special. That's reminded me as well. I don't know if I've been, um, either of you have seen this film. It's got like live. Yeah, yeah, she's she's in that film. Oh, is it the Age of Adeline? Yeah, yeah. 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 She just like lives forever and she has to move around because people get suspicious of her. But then like, does she look the same? The yeah, she does. She does. But okay. then she she get and then she has like a daughter. But then her daughter is like seventy years old and she Jeez. still looks like in her thirties. So that's hard. And then. But I can't remember, like she's in some, she gets struck by lightning or something mm. and it's cured and then she, <laughs> she like he skipped forward a few years and she finds her first grey hair and she's like so excited about oh, it. Yeah. And I, I remember think, that scene so yeah. vividly because if I find a grey hair it always makes me think, oh my god, I'm not lying. I mean, I'm <laughs> doing the same as me because she like, she like picks out, it's really dramatic, she yeah. like picks out this grey hair and holds it to the mirror like, Oh my god. Yeah, she's aging. so excited about it. I get terrified of grey hairs. Like, I've been literally, because my roots are coming through now, like, every single day I'll look in the mirror really? and I'll be like, do I have any yet? Because obviously, like, when it's dyed, like, you can't tell. Yeah. It's because, like, so many people, like you, for example, yeah. and loads of people I know are getting grey hairs. Oh, <laughs> really? Because I've got a grey patch in my head. So like, yeah. well, but, like, I don't know, it's only come quite recently. I mean, my mum in a very, like, mum way is like, oh, you're like Anna from Frozen. Because you just like, <laughs> like, like, like shirt To be fair, I did actually have French plaits the other day and literally could see my grey streak and I was like, I'm Anna. Oh um, my but, God. like, I was, when I first found the grey patch, I was a bit like, oh my God, I'm dying. Like, it's bad. And then I was like, I'm not. I think it's probably, like, a mixture of different things. Mm. But, yeah. um, maybe a bit of stress as well. But, yeah. Mm. I'm not too bothered about my grey hair, really. Like, it's... Yeah. Say that now. <laughs> when I become fully grey, I'm like yeah. a different story. I'm quite hopeful I won't have grey hairs for a while because we'll disclose my mum's age. But, um, <laughs> she's at her, the age where like a lot of her friends are mostly like 
got, you know, like re-dyeing their hair because they're all got grey hairs, yeah. but she's just recently started getting them. Oh, oh that's So, good. yeah, I'm quite hopeful I'll have, like, good jeans. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. But at the same time, I do kind of want to experience the whole spectrum of, like, all Aging. the ages. I will use, like, moisturiser <laughs> and SPF or whatever, but at the same time, like, I do want my skin to eventually, like... Really? Yeah, you want to get wrinkled? I want to experience the whole spectrum. I don't want to yeah. just look Live the same. Like full of yeah! <laughs> Gosh, what a bizarre concept, Alvin. I really no. can't relate to that. Do no. you? I'll be the one that's getting like the Botox <laughs> yeah. to keep my skin looking tight. Yeah. Because I mean that kind of goes back to the point of being immortal. Like if you were immortal but stayed the same, like you know, fresh face, yeah. youthful. That's like ten million times better than if you just decayed forever. Yeah. Isn't there, the, isn't there the, the Greek myth of the woman who? It's an oracle at Delphi, I think. Lives four hundred years, but she looks like four hundred years old or something. Maybe. I might I make it what 400 years old looks like. But like, I think she's really, really... You know what, I don't, maybe it's not a fact. Because you just start shrinking on yourself, wouldn't you? Yeah. I wanted to pick up on the what you were talking about vampires, because I hadn't actually written this down on my notes, but I think it's really interesting how we create these cultural depictions of life after death. Yeah. But always in a horror sense. Like, yeah. it's always people, you know, vamp... I mean, our vampires are dead, right? Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're dead. Yeah. And they're kind of brought back to life through vampiric means. Yeah. Means. And then there's like, you know, you zombies and stuff like that. I think yeah. you mentioned it's not necessarily like a depiction of the afterlife. It's more of depiction of immortality that's in a horror sense. Yeah. Because mm. I think it's often like unnatural but also seductive. Like, you know it's wrong and immoral, but like equally like vampires from their... Inception yeah. vampires have been like seductive, like the, yeah, the, the bite is always about like sex and stuff. Yeah. But like it is interesting because it's it's something that you know you shouldn't want, but that kind of makes you want it more. Kind of like they kind of yeah. play on that concept, I think. So, I mean, I'm obviously what about other Twilight things? Yeah. What about other things like zombies and stuff? Yeah, that's not. Yeah, they're just a bit more gruesome, aren't yeah. they? Exactly. There's like and then ghosts as well. Mm. I think they're more like. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, I said, you know what? I would have like a year or two ago, I would have said absolutely not. But like recently, I really do believe them more in the sense of places having memories. Because this sounds funny, but do you remember last year we did? So we did a module together, and we went to this the Gothic lecture at yeah. like six or seven every evening on every Tuesday evening, and we'd always sit in the same seats. And I remember one time like we swapped, so I was sitting in a different seat. We were the other side rounds. So I was on the right side, being on the left. And I remember literally saying to you, being like, this is wrong, like, this is not where I'm meant to be in this room. And like, it obviously, and the lecture we had was about like ghosts and like the gothic anyway, so it was clearly, and it was like a thunderstorm, so it was on my mind. <laughs> yeah, it was like, a late lecture. But I remember thinking, but when I walk in this room, I see us, like, I see where we were last week, yeah. like, that memory. Like, if I walked in that lecture now, I'd be like hit by that. And obviously, that's a very small example, but like, I think places that have had horrible things happen there, or, you know, even yeah. lovely things happen, like, I think they leave an impact. So I don't believe in ghosts of like, you know, I, know, yeah. I don't believe ghosts like, oh, scaring you, like, yeah. or whatever, but like, I think places. <laughs> Is either it's personal ghost, so you walk in somewhere and you see what's happened there, mm. or there's like when it's something massive, it leaves an impact in that place. Yeah, because you can just define a ghost like like you are. You don't have to. A ghost doesn't have to mean like a specific thing. It can yeah. just mean whatever you want it to mean. Because mm. I like that. Because then it's like. It's less about somebody being dead yeah. and lingering around and more about the auras and the spirits and the just energy that people give off or like events give off linger yeah. in places. Yeah. Like the impact that someone has like outlasting them. Yeah. Mm. Because that's like, I mean, I kind of believe in ghosts. 
<laughs> a few weeks ago, I think I said, I was laying in here and I couldn't sleep and then there was this like banging like consistently and I felt something go up my arm. Oh. Obviously it was like dead of night so I was definitely just making it up. I was like, oh, I'm being haunted by a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> the Valentine's Day in love with me. Oh my god, <laughs> they just want to hold my hand. Mourning their lost lover. Yeah. <laughs> and like my mum's had loads of like experience. So she used to work at this place called the Designer Outlet in York and it's built on like an old mental institution or oh, hospital right. or something yeah. like that and she worked in one of the shops and like they would always have like weird freaky goings on in the back like things would just like knock over things would get out of place they'd always have this smell of wee and like they'd feel chills and they thought that they had like there was a specific name for this like old man ghost that they had mm. and like they just believed that they had a ghost i i like the idea of it i mm. like yeah. the idea that if you've got in unfinished business you can just like <laughs> yeah. hang around until yeah. someone fixes it for you yeah do you know what i've kind of it's not similar to your mom's story but kind of a ghost story so the house that i live in at home i've lived there since i was like one and a half the house has only been lived in by one other person apart from my family and when i was little i used to call all my dollies all my toys lucy and like i didn't know anyone with that name like i didn't we didn't have any Lucy's in the family like i didn't know anyone called lucy at that Shut point up. and then years later when i was like eight or nine or something i found out the woman who lived before us was called No! Yeah, was called Grace, I don't like that. I just no. <laughs> I mean, the thing is though, I really like it. I like the idea that like, you know, I just felt her presence when I was really young and like, you know, whatever. That's yeah. why I mean also like I'm sure if people are listening being like a non-believer, they'd be like, well, I'm sure you got it from TV, like maybe you know mm. I'm sure yeah, like, TV character called Lucy, whatever, like it could have just another it just popped into my head. But like all the all my all my dollies, all my toys are called Lucy. And I quite like it though, because I think like, it never scared me when I found that out. I just yeah. thought, like, oh, you know, she's remembered in the house. But I was going to say, they do, they do say that, like, children are more yeah. susceptible yeah. to the paranormal oh, activity. Completely. Which is very strange. Like, why is that the case? Is, is it, like, their mind's capacity? Yeah, I would mm. say, like, maybe they're not, like, jade, as jaded as we are, like, yeah. now that we're a bit older. They're just... Skeptical. Yeah, they see things at face value. They mm. don't think... Mm. I don't know, they don't try and make up excuses for stuff or explanations for stuff that they see they just maybe they see things and they take it for what it is rather than being like oh it was just the wind or like yeah, yeah definitely yeah i mean would you ever go and like go to like a psychic and have them like tell you know like tell you things about you know, someone trying to contact you yeah i would but not necessarily like um people trying to contact me but i quite like the idea of past lives yeah and i want to know yeah. like if i knew anyone around me in a past yeah. life i think that'd yeah. be really cool yeah no it's an interesting idea because the thing is i'd always be hesitant to go to a psychic i think it's just money making like you know they're just doing yeah. it but like i really like the idea of past lives as well like we had to look at it in like when we did re at school we had to look at this example and it was this american boy who like could remember the life of an american soldier in world war Two with like what? exact detail it's like knew the plane number knew how he died knew information that wasn't yeah. online or available anywhere and, like to such a level i'm like i'm watching like oh my god it's crazy and then again i always take it with a pinch of salt like we only see a documentary don't know how much yeah. it's produced like maybe he like picked up somewhere else but past lives i agree like it's like mm, a really yeah. really interesting concept well have you ever heard the rumor story thing fable i don't know how what to call it that like wherever your birthmark is yeah that's how you, you died, died in a past life like i have one on my leg here that's like quite big i'd say 
um, inner thigh, I realised that no, <laughs> yeah. no one knows where here is. And um, I was like, hmm. And it's like patchy sort of. So I was like, maybe I had some sort of kind of like wound that like festered. And, yeah. Like, I was like creating... Like, 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 a a, yeah, I was creating narratives wow. of my past yeah. life. I've got birthmark hit here. Again, real people can't see. So on my like upper arm, upper left arm. And it's just like round. Which I don't really know what could have happened there. Maybe a bullet? Or, <gasps> I don't know. Ooh. Or like a stab wound. A stab wound? I don't know, maybe again that's a bite. It could be yeah. anything. It's, like it's almost like a thumbprint here. Oh yeah, what if it was um, a bite? A bite is quite a good one actually. You might be a vampire. Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any birthmarks? No, I don't. But I just wanted to say, I feel like I know one of my past lives. Okay, go, go, I go. just feel, I can see myself as an old woman <laughs> in the 20s or the 30s. <laughs> And I just have this image of myself like answering the door in <laughs> like my hair is like up and I'm in like this really glamorous like robe dressing gown with a martini glass in one hand and like a really long like cigarette holder in the other and I'll just answer the door being like what do you want? I mean this could be a past life or a prophecy for the like yeah! Yes! That is gonna be me actually. It's you manifesting your future. Yeah, we're just doing it in 2020. Yeah. The 1920s. No, I love that. Can't you see me as that? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I can see you with like your little friends going yeah. down in the front. Or like, you know when like in the 30s and they used to gel their hair and like curl up on their cheeks? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I can, love that. Yeah, I completely can see that. Well, speaking about past lives then, do we believe in reincarnation or what do we think about reincarnation? I have a point to make. <laughs> Amazing. So I remember being sat in my chemistry class in um, school, like doing A-levels, and we talk about energies, like, you know, you've got kinetic energy, mm. chemical energy, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the human energy is just like different okay or like just the energy of being alive right i remember this girl i was sat next to and she said you know how the laws of conserve no conservation. Cons conservation of energy okay, okay and so if you lose kinetic energy it needs to be like converted into another kind of energy and she was like well when we die like where do our energies go mm. so i don't know i feel i feel like it could be quite logical to be like it goes to another place and mm. your like energy of life just gets transferred to another being or like another animal definitely yeah. oh i completely agree my little theory similar lines the fact that like atoms they can't be created or destroyed right mm. so like everything exists and passes on so like, when we die no matter how, you know, we're buried or, like, incinerated, our, like, atoms and, like you say, energy pass on into something else. So, like, whether it's a blade of grass or, like... I mean, we'll never be one thing. Yeah. We'll be dispersed. Yeah. You know, and then that grass gets eaten and then we become... It's like, a circle of life. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I feel like that's a Lion King lyric, isn't it? it like, is. <laughs> like, you know, they all, like, all the animals are connected. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I really like that idea. This is very me, but I makes me think of a Harry Potter quote where, like, oh um, <laughs> where McGonagall is asked by the Ravenclaw, like, uh, common room door, and they're like, where do banished objects go? Because in Harry Potter you can banish an object. Yeah. And she says, they go into everything, which is to say nothing. Like, all their, oh. you know, the energy goes, which is kind of the same thing. Like, it's like, you know, your energy yeah. gets spread. But I like what you're saying, like, how it can be more specific. Like, although your energy won't always go to one thing, like, you might be yeah. this type of yeah. part, and also kind of this, and, like, your energy, like, gets transferred across lots of different mm -hmm. places. Well, what would you like to be... If, if reincarnation was a thing, what do you want to be reincarnated as or who? I think when we were discussing this the other day, I said oh, yeah, I'd yeah. want to be a whale. 
creature because you don't understand what that's like yeah. at yeah. all. Also you have no boundary, well obviously you have to stay in the ocean. Yeah. You can go anywhere, like you're not confined to one specific area. Oh definitely, though I would like to be a cat. Yeah. I, I mean I've definitely said yeah. this before, my cat lives the best life. <laughs> I, I literally just think he lives a life of luxury and all he has to do is sleep all day and do you know what, I would love yeah. that life. Yeah, no, same. I also would maybe join you being a cat. Mm. Or like be a big cat, like a panther or something. So I think, again, that's a fun life. Yeah, but no one will look after you if you're a panther. Exactly. You might be going extinct. Yeah, you oh. might get shot. Yeah, Your I habitat might be cut down. Another one I would like to be is like a bird, mm. and specifically an owl, but just because I quite oh, like owls. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you're up at night, you've got, got a lot of knowledge. <laughs> oh. Do you know what? In, um, like our Welsh folklore, owls are considered the bird that no other birds like. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's this story called the and she gets turned into an owl as a punishment for kind of like misbehaving. Oh my wow. goodness. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, it is. I've always loved owls. I was like, no, I like owls. be my favourite animal. Yeah. Like, They're so elusive yeah. as well. Like when you see an owl, you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of on the same lines then, if we're thinking about reincarnation, I mean, when we talk about like Hinduism and reincarnation, and it's like the cycle, and it's like all about your soul passing yeah. into another body, um, based on good karma and bad karma, God, I've got many questions that are building up in my head for you, Yeah. but like, right. do we have a soul then, when we die, what what do you define as a soul? I mean, I guess I define a soul as, not a personality, but like, the essence of your being that kind of like lives within you. That's, that's or like so... the thing that makes you different. Or like, like your consciousness, yeah. is that your Yeah, soul? I guess so. Mm. I think I would go back to what we were talking about earlier and be like energy. I think everyone's kind of got individual energy because I think when you get to personality and stuff, as much I want to think, oh, I'm so unique and individual. Like I do think yeah. I'm so, such a product of like how I've been raised, who I, who yeah. I associate with, all that like nature, eat, nurture stuff. But I think like the energy conversation, everyone does have some sort of unique energy. Mm. Well, not unique, we will share energy. Because this is kind of, because you're talking about Hinduism, in Hinduism I think they believe that everybody has an Atman, which is a soul, mm. but then all the Atmans together make up the god whose name's escaping me. But like, it's Brahma. like, yeah, Brahma, like we're all oh, like connected. That. Yeah, yeah, like Brahman is like the ultimate god, but also he's everything and everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all like animals have Atman as well, an Atman as well. Mm. Which I like that. It's a nice idea. Yeah. I think that is true though. Like we all make up our worlds. Mm -hmm. There's not one person that our world would be different, even if like one person wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like all our energies do make it up. It's nice the thought of a collective energy as yeah. well. I mean, we all came from somewhere. Yeah. And we all started as that one thing, yeah. didn't we? Do you know what I mean? So we yeah. are all distantly connected somehow. And I like the idea of like people you surround yourself with like affecting your own energy because if you think about it in almost like a sciencey way, like if we're all like I don't know, imagine there's like a different ball of energy, like the more time you spend with one person, the more that your energies are interlinked and you know, you share each other, you become more like each other, like mm. when you spend a lot of time with someone, you pick up their language, yeah. don't you? And I think, I like to think that's also kind of how it works with souls or energy, like you know, you give part to them and they give part yeah. to you as well. 
It's also in a similar way, like, when you spend so much time with someone, you can literally, like, predict what they're going to yeah. say. And, like, yeah. you'll just start singing a song out of nowhere, and someone will be like, oh my gosh, I was literally just singing yeah, it out of yeah, my head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do get, like, impressions of people as well. So, like, you're almost, like, psychic of yeah. your people. Like, Grace, for example, knows exactly what mood <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Just based on, like, like if I put a full stop at the end of a sentence yeah. or something like that. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, it's just nice to think that you get to know somebody in that way. Yeah. yeah. But the in the other way as well, like, if you're around someone who isn't very good for you, yeah. who's, like, toxic, you do leave that interaction feeling drained. Yeah. Oh my God, and I feel like yeah. that is almost a better sign of energies being yeah. transferred and shared. I completely agree because I think, like, as much as I'm not, like, very shy, I definitely am an introvert, but I think I can tell the people that I really, like, value and need in my mm. life by the people who don't who doesn't it doesn't tie me out spending yeah, time with someone yeah. because if I've like I could have had like such a fun day but I can still come home just like exhausted mm -hmm. and I'm in a big group whereas if I'm day with just like you know one of my closest friends then I leave it feeling like super refreshed and like no, energized yes, yeah oh that's so nice <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah let's talk about like heaven and hell then mm. so if I was to say describe heaven we'll go in turn what would you describe heaven as and then describe hell as well actually okay but as I, brief as possible. Okay, so I said, I mentioned earlier, like, we're just all toddlers. <laughs> and, but we're all, like, free of our physical suffering. So mm. in that way, we're young, but we have all the wisdom that we have, like, at our point of dying. Mm. Or maybe, like, we achieve, like, full wisdom. Wow. And we get to, like, meet our ancestors who are also toddlers. And, yeah. like, I think that's really cute. Yeah. It's just a big field <laughs> in a valley. Blue skies, <laughs> big picnic, lots of trees, flowers. <laughs> there's a river, there's a creek, there's, like, animals running around. Mm. And then what about hell? Hell would be, like, you know when it's in summer and it's really, really hot and you're so sweaty and you're like, I can't, yeah. I just can't. Yeah. Like, you feel like you're going to pass out. I, I feel like it's, sticky to yeah, you. I feel like it's going to be that feeling the whole time, like, <laughs> of just, like, being like, like, I'm about to... now, though. It's be that warm. <laughs> no, it's like, I need to leave right now, but you can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, Grace. but I, I guess it's interesting thinking about heaven because I think where my picture of heaven comes from must have been something I heard or saw when I was really little and it stuck in my head, but in quite a me fashion, heaven for me is a massive feast. Like, it's just loads of food. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> a really, really long table. Like, you know, like, the Hogwarts tables? Like, yeah. it's just full of food, but it's, like, you're in the clouds. Yeah. And again, this is, like, it shows, like, I think it just shows, like, how much you're indoctrinated, but, like, the mm. idea of a Christian God to me has always been, like, a man in, like, a like, long white yeah. robe. In my childish vision of heaven, it was always lots of food in the clouds, which yes. sounds great. And then hell, it, just, it makes me think, when I did religion at school my teacher like taught me for five years I knew him quite well he would always kind of joke around he was like hell for me would be a goose in the kitchen he was like that would just be a nightmare he was like imagine trying to cook and you've got 10 geese in the kitchen I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like obviously that's not hell then like I can think of a lot of things worse he's like you can't be anything worse than a geese in the kitchen that's kind of a joke by the end of the year but I used to get annoyed I'd be like I could think of so many things worse what about someone like your loved one being killed right in front of you you'd be like over geese in the kitchen again. will be worse and, I'm like, yeah. and he was obviously joking like he was trying to wind me up but, yeah. um, I think my idea of how is not geese in the kitchen, but probably right. just like psychological suffering. Yeah. Like you just watch, you know, loved ones being killed. You're like, there's nothing you can yeah. do. All that sort of like 
mm -hmm. stuff. Also, it could be like loads of minor inconveniences, <laughs> one after another, like, like for all a eternity. Wet sock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stubbing your foot, yeah. yeah, banging your elbow oh. on something. What about, what do you think? Um, so, my idea of heaven, also very in the clouds, like when I think about it, it's like very white and cloudy. You know when you look in the sky and it's those like feathery clouds yeah. and they're very like transient like and hazy. So it would be that, like really, really cloudy. And then, oh God, it really is like depictions that you see in, in films, like with the, the sun like beaming through, but you walk on the clouds, like there's no ground. And there's just people around you that you know and that you love. And like you say, you meet all the people that are old, are like died centuries ago. And I guess it's just like, I don't necessarily think of anything particularly in it. I just think of this big cloudy space where just like you see everybody and you just live your life mm. normally. And then for hell, I feel like my idea of hell is kind of like tainted by the like readings I've done. Mm -hmm. So like I studied Dante's Inferno and so my idea of hell is Dante's Inferno yeah. mm -hmm. where like it's literally a fire and like blazing hot and there's just people being like infinitely tortured forever and ever. I'm studying Paradise Lost at the moment and then obviously that's all about that's got lots of descriptions of hell. So mm -hmm. and I think obviously Milton will have read Dante's Inferno. Mm. Um, so I think it's interesting because for me, like you know, you said that really influences you. For me, I I, I read it as such a like detachment. I'm like this is just really? the furthest. I don't uh... feel like it's hell at all. Like because also in that that poem is about Milton's version of Genesis and like he describes like Satan and hell and stuff. But like he makes Satan such a hero. So that's what I'm going to write my essay about. Um, <laughs> and it's this big debate chamber and you know they, they build this like city in hell to like decide how they're going to get revenge on god but i think for me i'm like that's just not what hell is to me at all mm -hmm. and i think it's a piece of art it's literature when you read it in that way i think it becomes just an imaginative thing yeah but then like you say all our depictions of heaven and hell come from media that we consume yeah, in all our that's lives so, true. so definitely i just remembered when i was younger um i used to picture heaven like when my granddad died i just imagined him like you're like lying on your front resting your head <laughs> on your hands and like just lying in the clouds like watching us like, like from hand when they like look yeah, down yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's how i used to imagine it I, that's just come back to me <laughs> that's so cute yeah, that's really sweet. like imagine all these old people like everyone's that's died everyone that's died looking down on like all yeah. their relatives well there's that bit in lion king isn't there where like Mufasa's yeah, in the sky yeah. and is looking down. When he talks about like all the past kings looking down on mm. you in the sky, and that always like is a tearjerker for yeah. me because it's just like it's Remember the thought. Who you are, Simba. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's just I don't know the thought, especially of loved ones that pass away. The thought of them like smiling down on you and watching you live your life, but them being in a quote-unquote better place. Mm. It's just I don't know. It's very moving. Very mm. touching. Imagine what life would be like in a place like that. It would be quite boring after a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing, is even using the word life, like, our, like life is defined by death. Do you know? Like, the two yeah. sides are saying boring. Like, for it to be a life, you, you, the one certainty is that you will die at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas then for an existence after life, how does it ever end? <laughs> you yeah. Know? I think that's why when I was younger, I believed in the narrative that all the dead people would be looking down on us because that would be new and interesting things 
for them to be like experiencing. Yeah. I'd be like a soap opera or something every day. <laughs> it wouldn't literally just be like the same thing day in, day yeah. out for them. It would be. But like, I guess like the longer that you were there, the more boring it would be. Like sorry again, not to go keep going back to Twilight, but like do you know the really like old vampires, like the like the three ones in like, Italy. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, yes. Obviously the main ones really like Ara's really like interested. There's one of the brothers who's just like I just don't care at all. Like all this drama, like I just don't want to be here. Like he literally all the time he just does like he's literally lost all interest. I think in this after existence that we're talking about, you probably would just get to a point where you'd be like, I've had enough of the same for now, like I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just, that's true. You just get very detached. Yeah. But it's so mad how people spend their entire life worrying about this afterlife. Yeah. You know, especially like I mean, I, d I don't want to generalise, but like you think of a devout Christian mm. and you think about how, you know, concerned they are and how much they alter their lives, the, the, the lives that they have, in order to make sure that they get to heaven. And it just feels like such a waste of your life. Yeah, I agree. Because you're obsessing yeah. over what happens when you die. Yeah, yeah, but I guess maybe they look at it as kind of life is temporary and this is the test that we have to oh. like, I don't know, I've heard a lot of people think about life that way, like this is what we're being tested on to see if like we would make it to heaven or not. Oh my gosh, so as in like, we're like the demo, we're yeah, in the demo yeah, phase. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, even I find that frustrating as well, I think that's one of the things I find frustrating about religion is it's like, well, but what if not, what if then you've wasted the one life you do yeah. have on like a, an afterlife that's not even there, like, yeah. do you know, you may as well like make the most out of the life you're guaranteed yeah, right now yeah. than like waste it all on some perhaps maybe mm. Mm -hmm. one in the future. I think I kind of agree with what you were saying. Like I think I, I find it very frustrating about religion because as much as I understand the comfort it must bring, but also it brings so much stress to think, well, what if I make it to heaven? What if I don't? Yeah. Whereas, like, and I feel like maybe this is going a bit off topic, but the whole idea of religion is kind of to be good person I guess mm -hmm. but I think maybe people should be try and be a good person like for the sake of being a good, a good person yes. rather than <laughs> I'm gonna be part. nice to Grace because I want to get into heaven yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm nice like I want to be nice to people because just mm. for the sake of being good yeah. yeah and like God as a general concept is just so strange mm. isn't it like why do we spend our life what was I reading recently which was talking about God, our God, being punished or like being looked down upon because of the mess he's made of Earth. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's so annoying that I don't remember it very well. Maybe it was a TikTok. <laughs> I think that says it all. <laughs> but it was basically saying that like the gods that, that, that exist, the one that is kind of in charge of humankind and humans and our world has done it such a bad job because there's the question of like is if God was real why is there suffering and yeah. stuff like that yeah. like he, he's not I hate saying he but he is and not the patriarchal religions exactly in our, exactly in yeah. do you think if aliens existed you do you think they have a different god or do you think it would be yeah they must do because I mean Objectively, if they had their own religions, they would believe in a different yeah. god, right? But, I mean, but if you think only... about it in the Christian sense of like... Uh, yeah, God created everything. Yeah, yeah well that's what this poem, Young Paradise, was mm. talking about. Like, it's really interesting because like, obviously reading about God in terms of a poem, like putting him as like a character instead of this figure is quite interesting because it means you mm -hmm. like, like, yeah. you're so critical of him. <laughs> and like you analyse it in such an objective way because obviously with like religious texts, there's such a stigma you can't criticise anything yeah, about them at all, can you? No, um, definitely. 
because they're sacred. So it's quite interesting to study it from a point where you can criticise mm. it. Yeah. Right, I'm going to move on to kind of a last talking point. And I kind of want to think about, you know, the people that essentially come back from the dead. So the people that die, but then are revived. And like, when they talk about, oh, I saw the light and, and stuff like that, like, how much do we believe people that have, what, had a heart attack and then been revived yeah, sort yeah. of thing? I mean, again, I think from a very cynical point of view, I always, whatever story they tell, be like, well, right, why are they telling that story? Like, what narrative are they trying to push? Mm. Like, what's their, like, agenda. you know, agenda behind it? In a very cynical <laughs> point, way, like, yeah. you know, I'm sure a lot of it is more genuine than I give it credit for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I have a different, kind of the opposite side of the coin, whereas I think, I don't think that they think they're lying. Yeah. Mm. But they genuinely believe that that's happened to them. Yeah. But at the same time, like, when you die, you do get, like, a rush of euphoria. Yeah. And you get that adrenaline rush. And I've read a lot of things saying, like, that's what the white light is. Like, yeah. you feel so good, but that's because, like, you're nearing the end of your life. Like, mm. that's what it means. Oh, thank you for explaining that because I, I didn't know what it was <laughs> yeah. and that makes so much sense. Yeah. Like I don't believe you think they're like pushing no, a narrative. No, to be fair, I do, I do, I also think a lot of that, like when I, when you hear people talk about it sometimes you think, oh, they 100% are convinced themselves they're true, but mm. it's just like, yeah. does it convince us, like an yeah, objective person? Yeah. But I do know what I mean, I don't think, a lot of the time I don't think they're yeah. intentionally lying. Yeah. It'll be your mind doing it to itself. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, our mind is a very powerful thing, isn't it? So. <laughs> Coming back to our central question then, what is happening after death? I mean, I think we've just kind of explored the options. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that we've come to any different Funny conclusions. Funnily enough, we can't solve that question. Like, no. I think we would have answered it. Yeah, in <laughs> half an hour, I thought no. we would have answered what happens after death, <laughs> us three. But I, I do... We've cracked it. <laughs> Imagine. We've come up with Everyone, I have an announcement to make. We've decided. <laughs> But I definitely think, like, the the general idea is still that it's pretty much nothing. As much as we would like to see all the different options that we've explored, you know. And also, we'll just never know. Yeah. I mean, we will. We will, but... I think we'll we'll we, we, all <laughs> we won't agree. live to tell the tale. We all kind of agree that our energy will remain on, like, yeah. through nature and through memory. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which is a really nice, positive, yeah. like propulsion through life the idea yeah. that your energy lives on yeah because also i mean maybe this is very egotistical of me but like i would really like to be remembered you know mm. in history for something yeah. i mean ideally something good <laughs> and something important but the thought of being etched into history forever is quite i don't know i think that's such a cool thing to say Really? Because I'd be, be yeah, same. I'd really? Be yeah, I wouldn't want to be remembered in history. Yeah. I'd be, but I'd want a small amount of people yeah. to like have like have very good memory of me. Yeah, I just want the waves of time yeah. to just like wash the memory away. And you also want to get wrinkling. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, this That's is big Leo energy from me. Yeah, I just want to see myself as show. an old person. <laughs> like, are you not curious to see yeah. what you? It kind of this. Just sorry, because it's. I'm doing my re uh, research on my dissertation, but like it's kind of the idea of like when you get to that stage of life, not to be, not to bring it all back to patriarchy, but like that, yeah. th at that point you're very freed from any patriarchal, you know, hold on you. Like when you're younger, like so much of womanhood, unfortunately, say society yeah. is tied to fertility, it's tied to you being a mother, a wife, blah blah blah. When you get to that point in your life, you're just like, 
you know, like the crazy old lady stereotype? Yeah, yeah I want to be the crazy yeah. old lady. Yeah. I can see you doing that amazing. Yeah. I think when, when you get to that point, then you're very like, you're as, re as removed from the patriarchy as you can be. Yeah. Because you're no longer objectified. Yeah. Because you're no yeah. longer conventionally desirable. attractive yeah, yeah. and desirable like you yeah, said in the you know from patriarchal male gaze yeah yeah that's true oh do you know what that is such a nice i've never thought about it like that mm. that is something to look forward to yeah. so do you want to be wrinkly <laughs> <laughs> maybe not wrinkly but okay brilliant well thank you so 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 much for joining me it's been a great discussion today guys thank you, no, it's no worries and i hope everybody enjoyed listening this has been questionable and tune in next time bye bye